Welcome to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt, the podcast for good nutrition and wellness for your best friend. Gail Pruitt is a nutritionist and chef, a digestion consultant for people since 2001. She's researched dietary needs for canines since 2008. She's written two recipe books with easy steps to cook for people and pets all at once. Just dish some up for the dogs, then season for two-legged family. Look for Doggone Good Cookbook at Doggone Good Cuisine from St. Martin's Press, available on Amazon. And now, without further pause, here's Gail. Hi, I'm Gail Pruitt, a certified nutritionist, and welcome to Color Code Your Dog Food. Colorful food means a healthier you and your furry kid. We're all about food and color and why color and variety are so important for you and your dog. We talk about dogs, nutrition, general health, wellness, recipes that you probably wouldn't have think of for a dog, but they're pretty darn good. And even some stories that that you're probably not going to find anywhere else. We know you want to ensure your family, including your dog, to eat well, stay healthy for a long, long time. We're all about happy, healthy people and their animals. All of our recipes will be on the website, colorcodeyourdogfood.com. And today's question for Dr. Berger on Burger Bites is about garlic. Then a story about a cat named Tommy who saved his owner. Then there's also another story about the flying Miss Mimi. She's my dog. We want to hear your funny or inspiring animal stories. Just go to colorcodeyourdogfood.com and leave your critter tale so you and your pet can be on the show. So let's get started. And today, it's all about the color green, and we're actually throwing in gelatin, too. The recipes today will be easy. Wild-caught cod and greens. And then on the website, it'll be also green eggs and no ham. And of course, both recipes have gelatin. They're so good. Why is chlorophyll and gelatin important to you and your dog? When thinking of a superfood, you probably would not entertain the idea of eating plain old gelatin, and certainly not for feeding your growing pups or discerning hounds. But the evidence is clear. Gelatin is a great food for all of us, both human and canine. Gelatin is 99% protein, but is missing important amino acids, so it's not a complete protein. But the amino acids that are there are fantastic. Did you know that beef gelatin protein is rich in the amino acids found in collagen, including proline and hydroxyproline and glycine? It is so easy to digest and contains no fat, no cholesterol, or carbohydrates. Glycine also helps boost you and your pup's immune systems. Glycine helps build muscle, converts glucose to energy rather than fat. Glycine helps restore damaged tissue, helps rebuild gut tissue, helps absorb calcium more efficiently, and may help heal ulcer. Glycine is good for the brain and has been used as a treatment for OCD and even schizophrenia, and they've had really good results from that. Gelatin helps with muscle growth and metabolism and keeps skin smooth and hair shiny. It is great for bones because of the high concentrations of proline and glycoprotein. For the athletic dog, gelatin is an anti-inflammatory which helps with joint pain and possibly helps with joint regeneration. Please, when buying gelatin for the whole family, dogs included, buy grass-fed, please. Some people and dogs may have allergies or other issues with beef, so there's also fish and chicken gelatins too. Talking about superfood, let's look at green foods like kale, spinach, collards, broccoli, turnip greens, and all kinds of lettuces. 
Now, I really don't particularly like iceberg lettuce because it's really hard for the body to digest and it has only a few nutrients in there. But really some good things like parsley, cilantro, cucumber, and celery are great too. And you know, it's not even counting the herbs like dill, mint, rosemary, and thyme. Also, I use sea veggies like nori, dulce, wakame, and also spirulina, which is a blue-green algae. Now try to get all of your sea veggies, make sure that they're organic, and try to get them from clean waters like New Zealand, Hawaii, some places off the coast of Canada have very clean waters as well. What can chlorophyll do for you and your dog? It can reduce oxidative stress, may reduce cancer risks, slows down aging, and helps manage indigestion and constipation. And now it's time for... Burger Bites with our very own resident PhD, Dr. Robert Burger. It's time for Burger Bites, and the question is from Wanda Jean in North Carolina. So, Dr. Burger, is garlic toxic to dogs? Garlic has been listed and approved for use in pet foods. It has never been shown nor been reported that there are any individual harmful cases linked to garlic ingestion by the ASPCA. As long as people have been using garlic, they have been feeding it to their animal companions with only positive results. Now, for the past 80-plus years, garlic has been demonstrated as having phenomenal antiparasitic, antiseptic, and anti-carcinogenic effects with many species of animals, including dogs. Garlic does not contain high enough concentrations of a compound called thiosulfate to have any negative effects unless it's given more than like 60 to 100 times a dose that would be recommended. So when added in low to normal doses to a canine diet, it has never been shown anything but positive effects. Medical researchers out of major national and international universities have recommended small doses of garlic in order to promote immune function as well as red blood cell and cardiovascular health for both humans as well as numerous animals, including dogs. Whenever garlic is added in its proper small amount, it should be pureed before adding it to the food. When garlic cloves are cut up, crushed, and then pureed, they activate an enzyme called alanase, which is the therapeutic component in garlic. So in conclusion, garlic, when given in safe and proper amounts, is extremely beneficial for dogs. Hey, Doc, I was just curious. Besides the antiparasitic, antiseptic, and anti-carcinogenic properties of garlic, what are some other helpful benefits? Well, basically, just like a human, it promotes really positive immune function, which is very important. In other words, get your own body to fight against disease and actually promotes red blood cell health as well as cardiovascular health. And what about garlic supplements, the kind people take? I would never recommend giving garlic supplements that are specified for humans. Once again, you don't want to compare dogs, cats, to humans because they're a little bit different. When you talk about supplementing garlic for a dog, we're talking about what you're doing is putting that small amount in their food. But yeah, never give pills or any of these things to your dog. 
Besides talking to your vet, which I know is very important, is there another way to figure out how much to give your dog? I mean, is there an online resource? Oh, yeah. You could basically put in, um, you can put in garlic and dogs. You can look at some of the research, and you can Google the proper dose, which is going to be very small, because many people are giving these kind of nutrients to their dogs and cats. So when you do give garlic to your dog, is he going to start smelling like garlic or have garlic breath? You're giving such a small amount that when they ingest it, there won't be an odor at all. A person that eats very small amounts of garlic doesn't smell of garlic. This won't happen to your dog or cat. So I guess when you start giving garlic to your dog or cat, they're not going to start waving their paws around when they speak, you know, like an Italian. No, never. <laughs> garlic and dog food in a small amount will actually make it even more palatable. In other words, they'll like it even better. Thank you, Dr. Berger. That's great. Mimi, Casper, and Rambo get a clove of garlic. Well, not a bulb of garlic, just a clove of garlic, two or three times a week. And that's for all three of them. And what I do is I put it in their food and I puree them. Earlier, we were speaking of indigestion and constipation with gelatin as well as chlorophyll. But Mark, the very best for these issues is Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. And after we have a commercial, we'll tell you a story about a hero cat named Tommy. Do your probiotics have baggage? They should. You see, if your probiotics do not include prebiotics as well as postbiotics, then you are missing out on a lot of healthy benefits. Most probiotic products do not contain prebiotics, their food, or postbiotics, the organic matter that promotes the long-term colonization of the good versus bad bacteria in your body. But Dr. O'Hara's probiotics does. Select live probiotic bacteria are blended with fruits, vegetables, seaweed, and herbs, and allowed to grow over three years to assure superior digestive and immune support. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics then combines this rich culture medium, prebiotics, and the resulting nutrients from this fermentation process, postbiotics, providing you with a superior probiotic supplement. No other probiotic can offer your body this support. So switch to the best premium probiotic on your retailer's shelf today. Don't accept a substitute. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers everywhere. Ah, you're in for a treat because it's time for another animal tale and we won't even make you beg. Thank you, Mark. A story about a cat named Tommy from NBC News. Police aren't sure how else to explain it. But when an officer walked into the apartment one Thursday night to answer a 911 call, an orange and tan striped cat was lying by the telephone on the living room floor. The cat's owner, Gary Roshinson, was on the ground near the bed having fallen out of his wheelchair. Roshinson said his cat, Tommy, must have hit the right buttons to call 911. I know it sounds kind of weird, the officer said, unsuccessfully searching for some other explanation. Washington said he couldn't get up because of pain from osteoporosis and a mini-stroke that had disrupted his balance. He also wasn't wearing his medical alert necklace and couldn't reach a card above his pillow that alerts paramedics that he needed help. The officer said police received a 911 call from Washington's apartment, but there was no one on the phone. Police called back to make sure everything was okay, and when no one answered, they decided to check things out. That's when the officer found Tommy, the cat, lying next to the telephone. 
Rushington said that he got the cat three years ago to help lower his blood pressure. He tried to train him to call 911, but he didn't know if the training really worked. Evidently, it did. The phone in the living room is always on the floor, and there are 12 small buttons, including a speed dial for 911 right above the button for the speaker phone. He's my hero, Rushington said. Now, let me just say this. Cats really do love us, and I knew it all along. I just knew that cats really did love us. Sometimes they just don't express it like we want them to, not like a dog. Anyway, good for Tommy. If you'd like us to read your own pet story for Animal Tales, head to ColorCodeYourDogFood.com and submit on our contact page. And now, back to Ms. Pruitt, Best in Show. The recipe today is cod with greens and, of course, gelatin. Get out your food processor. Now, I'm just going to give you the ingredients, and then I'm going to tell you how and why I do it a certain way, okay? All right, so the ingredients are, and I'll go a little bit slower than I normally do. Two or more six ounces of frozen wild-caught cod. Now, just remember this. I've got three little dogs, and they're little, and altogether their weight is about 40, 45 pounds, something like that. So this is for them, it's for all three. So just kind of get an idea of the weight of your dog. So two or more, six ounces of frozen wild-caught cod. Two cups of mixed greens. One tablespoon of grass-fed gelatin. One-third cup of cool water. One cup of water or gelatin broth with no salt or onions. Your option. One teaspoon of chia seeds soaked for a few minutes. I do at least five to ten minutes, something like that. One tablespoon of nutritional yeast. One tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. Now I'm going to put them in a processor, so don't worry about that. One stalk of celery chopped. One small cucumber chopped, and I use Persian cucumbers because they're small and they're so delicious. Also be sure that everything you get is organic. One tablespoon of fresh parsley chopped and a fourth of a teaspoon of dried dill. Now here are the directions and how I do it and why. Depending on your dog or dog size, I have three small dogs and I cook for their weight altogether about 40 pounds, like I said. I buy family-sized frozen wild-caught cod and use two six-ounce fillets. Place frozen in the saucepan with water. If you have homemade chicken broth without salt or onions, you may use it to cook cod in, but you don't have to. I didn't this last time. Let cook on medium heat for about 15 minutes or until done. Turn burner off and add two cups of organic mixed greens. And I buy them in a box, organic of course. Place lid on saucepan with the cod and take off the burner and let sit. In a small bowl with a third cup of water, I put one tablespoon of grass-fed gelatin and let bloom. What bloom means is uh, you put the gelatin in the water and let the water get hard. You know, it's just going just gonna to be hard. Now, in the food processor, I use one teaspoon of chia seeds that have been soaked, one tablespoon of nutritional yeast, one tablespoon of pumpkin seeds, one small cucumber chopped, one stalk of celery chopped, one tablespoon of fresh parsley, and a fourth teaspoon of dill, and add one half cup of filtered water. Put the bloomed gelatin in with the cod and greens in the hot water and stir until they're dissolved. After the gelatins have totally dissolved, I add ice to it to cool it down. After cod is cooled, I add the cod, greens, and gelatin mixture into the food processor along with the cucumber and celery mixture, and I puree. 
Pour into a reusable carton and either place in the fridge or give it to the dogs if you want to do it right then, or if you have made extra place in a freezer. We have another recipe, green eggs and no ham. That recipe will be on the website, colorcoacherdogfood.com. Now it's time for a story about Mimi Zoomies. Some years back, I was setting up for a webinar on dog snacks. On a small, long table, I had several trays with jerky, chicken breast with cumin, herbed beef strips, sweet potato with a dash of cinnamon, also lightly cooked green beans soaked in chicken broth. Also, I did some cherry tomatoes stuffed with goat cheese, and and sometimes the dogs actually got some of that. I kind of chow down on those myself. And also, I made a doggy-safe hummus. So you get the picture. I was standing between the lazy boy rocker and the sofa talking to my son. The sofa is about seven foot long. Now, my Mimi has always been an athlete, being only 15 pounds but all muscle. She can easily jump lengthwise eight feet with a running start. Mimi started her zoomies, and she took one look at me standing between the lazy boy rocker and the sofa. Now, being a bundle of pure energy and full of joy, when she saw me, she must have decided to use me as a rebound board. She ran full speed. That little tiny dog jumped on the rocker, then leaped, hitting me with her back legs right in the middle of my chest. Then that girl flew over the sofa. I mean, flew over the sofa, and I was falling. No, I'm going to say I was crashing down the side of my back hitting the corner of the table. Cherry tomatoes stuffed with goat cheese, jerky, chicken-flavored green beans rained down on my head, and I was in pain. My son said, Hey, Mom, you okay? I looked at him and replied, Do I look okay to you? Well, three broken ribs, and I had to sleep sitting up in that lazy boy rocker for several months. Mimi knew it was her fault, and I know she was sorry. She decided to keep watch over me as I slept so she would stand on the arm of the rocker. When I would awake, the first thing I would see was two big brown eyes about two inches from my face. So creepy. I love my Mimi, but she's a spooky little girl. And sometimes, love hurts. Love the blooming flowers and trees, but challenged by the pollen? Help ease seasonal issues like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes by supporting a healthy immune response right at the source, your digestive tract. Your immune system and digestive tract are completely integrated systems in your body. If your immune system views pollen as a dangerous invader, it can incite all those unpleasant sensitivities. Over 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, and they all depend on a healthy probiotic population to stay in balance and function at their peak. Dr. Fred Pescatore, a New York City physician and best-selling author on allergies, names Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a top-tier defense in the management of seasonal sensitivities. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, backed by over 35 years of research, is the help your immune system needs. Try it for yourself and enjoy the outdoors again. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide. Welcome back. I know I said this before, but it's important. It's so important. Please don't feed your family, fur kids included, the same thing all the time. And remember, the color of fruits and vegetables are so important too. I don't care how organic or how nutritious a food is. Please, for the health of you and your dog, mix it up. Different foods have different nutrients. We will be discussing white veggies next week. Think about it. Dogs are scavengers and have been eating with us humans for thousands of years. So eating a large variety of fruits and veggies and proteins will help to ensure that you and your family, dogs included, are getting the most nutrients out of their diet. 
Please go to ColorCodeYourDogFood.com for our green recipes. Join us for the next episode when we will be getting into all vegetables white. Of course, I've got more stories of my three mutketeers and another exclusive recipe. But that's it for today. Please remember to send in your own crazy, funny, or inspiring dog or animal story. We'll read them right here on the show. So long for now, and please kiss that canine of yours for me. And much love and hugs to you, Alta, wherever you are. Talk later and color code that dog food. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt. Dogs are a part of the family, so treat them like one at mealtime. Working dog, service dog, or just a lap-sitting mutt, if you want to give them long life and good health, join us next time for tips, recipes, product recommendations, stories, and a whole lot of tail-wagging fun. And don't forget to visit ColorCodeYourDogFood.com. Get the latest recipes, catch up on pet news on our blog, and submit your own story for animal anecdotes. Sure, dogs rule, but we want to hear about your cats, birds, lizards, fish, and more. Any companion you love, we love to hear fun stories. The sillier, the better. Hey, you got a dog in this hunt. So join us next time for Color Code Your Dog Food and color your dog healthy. Oh.